This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hello? Good afternoon. How are you doing? I am doing fine. I am doing fine. I, I ain't even going front, man. I was thinking about our conversation earlier and everything. I really enjoy talking to you, man. You a cool dude, you know? Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely. So before we get started, tell everybody your background, your ethnicity, and all so, so, so they can get the picture, because this is audio, so they're, they're not seeing you in this. So, so they're uh. Okay, for those of you that know me or have seen me or, or aware, and those that don't, thanks for listening. And my name is David Lee, and I'm 32. I started performing as a adult talent slash porn star. Easier way to say that, porn star, yeah. Oh, yeah. About two years ago, and I never in my life would imagine that that was possible or ever happened so it's been a wild wild journey to get there and even to where i am now so that's a that's a good rundown right oh yeah pretty much pretty much you know uh but before we even get to the porn stuff even my particulars okay explain to me lark oh because i saw because it's funny because i remember hearing it on um american dad you know, and, yes, and, yes, Steve and his friends LARP. <laughs> and when I was into Dungeons Drags, I know a state, and some of the people actually went and actually did actual shit. You know what I'm saying? So explain to everybody what is LARPing, what is LARP. Oh, okay. LARPing, how to say LARP, live action role play, it's an acronym. It's very similar to Dungeons and Dragons, but in. Instead, you're living, playing this character in person rather than on a tabletop. Uh, It's a whole community of people, and I discovered it like five years ago. And from the first day, I fell in love with it right away because I also found out because the terminology is very medieval or mystical and very Renaissance-like. So a lot of the terms and names, I still don't understand. I'm still getting but the one one LARP that I do, LARP is an umbrella term for live action role playing. The one that I do is called Belagarth. There's a bunch of different types of LARP. Okay. The one that I do, the best way I can describe it is Braveheart with foam. It is just lines of people. <laughs> These are nerds. We're all nerds, but we're all ex- a number of us are exceptional fighters and great at what we do. And we just clash. And obviously the rules and... Hey, 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 y'all know like, y'all really get down. It ain't no, like, the people actually... It's like... It's oh, yeah. Shit. They get down loose with it. Cause I seen some oh, yeah, we... I was like, yeah, dude, take this shit serious. I can see this. <laughs> yeah, we make all our own stuff and sewed up, but it's Braveheart with foam, man. We beat the shit out of each other, dude. Oh, it's <laughs> exhilarating. It's fucking exhilarating. 
There's no, there's no feeling better. So, so how many of your fellow porn stars, Lark? I saw, I, I saw one that was uh, sitting beside you in one of the pictures. Oh, uh, she accompanied me just because uh, she's into a lot of the Renaissance Fair stuff, which is very similar. And come to find out, there's a lot of other stars out there that do enjoy Renaissance Fairs and are interested. So I'm trying to get a small group together because I didn't realize how well LARPers these nerds and us uh, industry workers mesh so well. Yeah, actually, because I mean, when you think about it, when it comes to porn, you technically LARPing anyway, in some of the scenes you might do or what have you, you know, in, in so many ways, especially if, you, if you're doing cosplay. Oh, yes, you know, that's like, certainly true. Yeah. So I'm sure we have a lot of outfits that can easily match that. So it's a great photo <laughs> off. But that's yeah. not why I go. <laughs> I know some of my smoke buddies go hear this shit, right? Yeah. They're going to go check out your page. <laughs> you going to get hit. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you can do all that shit. Cause we be talking about cosplay and all that shit, yo. But it's like, yo, man. I mean, that's cool as fuck, though. I mean, um, because I was a huge Dungeon Master person when I was in college. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I played it all the time. Dungeon Master the whole time. Were you... You were DM? All right. Did you ever go uh, good, neutral, chaotic? No, I never went DM. Uh, DM was my my roommate. Um, I had, I was a elf, warrior, mage. I guess that's how you would call it. And I called myself Wildcard or what have you. Rocking. That stuff. It, it, and yeah, it's, it's, it's like before, like the actual these, these live action games. I'm sorry, Dungeon Dragon was fun as fuck. You know yeah, you saying? forget right. where you are, who you are, all out, about life, and you just get out there and fight each other, kick each other in the teeth. I mean, shit. I just okay my left shoulder, which is why I wear that leather armor in that picture. Why I made that, mm-hmm. along with a, a broken rib. This year, I only uh, damage uh, my sciatic nerve, so that's a good thing. But it, it's exhilarating. It's it's great. Hey, 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 it's nothing wrong with it. So look, let me do these particulars so we can get this on the road real quick, okay? All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get yourself a profile start podcasting today. I'm your host, Kevin Arbor, Southern Champ, a.k.a. The Porn Rap Star. Find my porn, my music, and my media link, and my podcast links, all with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. I have three wonderful sponsors. The first one being the Facebook of the LS community, lsworld.com. Go there today and start your journey or continue your journey to the life of King. Also, number two is eroticismmagazine.com. Go there today. Get yourself a subscription. You can get it paperback or you can get it digital. And trust me, it has some of the sexiest ladies from around the world doing some freaky shit with Venus pages. And the third and best, and I love this, I love the excitebunny.com. Go there today for you fans. This is the opportunity for you to check out a new site that's going to blow up. It's going to have some of the hottest content creators. And guess what? It's going to be wonderful. I trust me. It's a great integration. And for you content. 
90% profit. Healthcare. And she got big problems. They have you with that too. That's your Excitebunny.com. Go to their profile. Also, proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. Talking about multiple podcasts, giving the black experience. Plus, go to shopgwdistrict.com. You get the opportunity to buy products from over 500 black owned shops and retailers. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses, build a black economy so we can create generational wealth. And last but not least, I mean, I have to tell you about our new spoke spot. I'm talking about skyhawkafterdarktv.com. Go there today, check out my personal page where you can listen to all the episodes, well, except for the premium smoke episodes and you can even listen to the radio station where you get to listen to me and other in radio station form so go to skyhawkafterdarktv.com and catch that smoke so now normally I at this moment introduce yourselves but you already introduced yourself so with that <laughs> let's begin at the beginning how did David <laughs> get the form what brought you into Oh, wow. Uh, it was curiosity, my personality about jumping into a deep end and just uh, just being at the right place, right time. Okay. Oh, and also something that I discovered. Never in my life did I realize that being able to come on command would be the thing that is making me money. Holy shit. I didn't <laughs> know about that one. Yes. Yeah. That is so true. Because dependability with a male town is very important, especially in our business. Especially so. so yeah, that's that's a talent I came to realize as a value. A value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that was thoroughly surprising. So, so how did you get to the business? Like, what steps did you take? Who brought you into business? Paint the picture. Tell us the story. Okay. So I was working at a bar, going to school, living my own life, and there was a hobby of mine where I was LARPing and stuff, and I was doing some part-time stuff as a hair model, and uh, long, well, it was mainly out of curiosity that a talent told me that I should do porn, and that was just a back-in-the-mind thought, so I was thinking I should go camming or do something adult-oriented as a side gig to make money, but I never squeeze the trigger on it. So I sat on that for like two years, and like three months before uh, lockdown back in 2020, when was that, like March, when the world pretty much locked down? So like three months before that, I sent applications to a bunch of different adult agencies. I had no idea how to prepare what they're looking for. I just filled in the application form. I typed my resume as a business platform, not as a modeling platform, like a resume style. So it was very business and professionally oriented. And along with the photo, full nude photos and just being comfortable with myself knowing that I'm about to take that leap where the entire world is going to see me nude. So that's a mental aspect that a lot of people don't think about that can be mentally devastating. So for me, I didn't give a damn. (laughs) 
So I just yeah. went for it. Mass applications and I got hit up by a number of different agencies, but the one that I stuck with currently, Next Level, uh, shout out to them for being great, was the only one that didn't promise me a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. They were just dead honest and told me that it would fail before it even launches, which was like 95% of guys. So, all right, I'll take that odds, take those odds, and then lockdown hit. I already did only one or two shoots, so I fell into a deep-ass depression because lockdown hit. My career ended before it even started, and then when things lifted up again, uh, it just blossomed, and I blew up from there, and I couldn't believe or even imagine this a couple years ago. So it was, it's wild. Most definitely. Yeah, because that lockdown kind of helped hasten my retirement so <laughs> oh. so yeah bro it's yeah lockdown made a lot of people change course and it it, it did its damage and it's crazy that you know what I'm saying we this pandemic too so mm. yeah, most definitely so now with your first shoot because who was your first shoot with and who was the female talent that you worked with okay uh when you say first shoot do you mean content-wise or mainstream production with all the glitz and glamour? Okay. What was the first one that you did, content or was it the glitz and glamour? Uh, the first shoot I did was content. Okay, then. Let's go there. Uh, Kayla Cleavage and Claudia Marie, and they're locals, <laughs> and uh, they Wait come a second. From the... Wait a second. You had the scene where... You, well, y'all have been sitting there looking like y'all about to do the the, the swan or something. Uh, swan? No, the Claude Marie. You was on Claude Marie's site. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think I might have seen you on her site. I'm a huge fan of hers. But um, yeah, and that was just through a uh, word of mouth, mm-hmm. and that was. That was different because I didn't, I didn't know what the hell I was doing or what to do. I am just a meat mannequin, mm-hmm. so I was just taking it. So that was something else. That was a hell of a learning experience, and it helped a lot with my first full production shoot, which happened a month later. Okay. So let's let's unpack this first shoot before we go to production shoot. So with this one, because um, one, I know walking in, um, what did they do to make you feel comfortable? Because this is your first time being on camera, your first time shooting. She's a major star. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It ain't like you just shooting with a girl that's on OnlyFans. No, sure, yeah. it's like you know, nominated. You know, paint the picture for us. Okay, so. Without revealing, oh shit, um, damn, names, uh, huh, let me try and give a little shroud over the names. Okay, so, I grew up around the adult industry, it wasn't new to me, I got in this industry based on my own merit, so not writing the coattails of anybody else's name. I known Kayla and Claudia for since I was a kid, just because 
our uh, family was in the industry. Okay. So I knew them and they were willing to help me out. They walked me through and talked me through the entire process, the paperwork, how they shoot, the length, what they need, how to prepare myself mentally, physically, and just be able to position myself in front of the camera and just a lot of small detail advice, but nothing that could have helped with uh, the personal mindset or like just getting in your own head about it. So that's when I just shut my brain off and it was all the dick and he takes it over from there. Yeah, pretty yeah, because because I tell people there's a mental prepar- a mental preparation that we have to do before we do shoots because when we in front of that camera, you the best you things we have to think about from angles, um, positions, the whole nine, nine um, depending upon the shoot, shoot, they may have you do start and stop. Mm-hmm. Some shoots may be they just let you go fluid, you know. Period. Um. Tell us how the professional shoot was different than the shoot that you did with Claudia, Marie, and and, and, and the other lady. There weren't very many differences except for the crew, the uh, equipment, and how they shot. Because how Claudia and her crew shot was very... Their experience, they have plenty of years, and they've been in the industry for a long while to the point where they know and have their own style down. So it was very similar in those aspects. The difference was a script for me, playing the character in the mainstream production shoot, the pay, and also, like you said, the starting and the stopping and being able to control yourself and one with the dick to be able not to bust a nut and be able to like just perform. And that first shoot was a great introduction into the industry because there were a lot of first things that happened and it was just an enjoyable experience and the drive back home was just nothing but elation. So who was the lady that you worked with on set? And on top oh. of that, because because it because this is different because you didn't know who you were shooting. So how did you handle that as far as, because now it's not just, I got to feel comfortable. I have to make her feel comfortable so she can fuck me. <laughs> I mean, seriously, because, because that, that, that's our job as male talent is to make her yeah. feel comfortable, laugh, relax, you know, you know, touch a little bit. Yeah, 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 because, yeah, because also but, it helps to keep our dick hard. Yeah, and bottom line all throughout is, the nothing but the utmost respect. I respect. I treat them like queens as best as I can, because they deserve all the respect. So that's that's how I walk into it with that mindset for them. Uh, but it was Jessica Ryan, and okay, she okay. played a detective. I was a villain. I was handcuffed to the interrogation chair and she was doming me light dom uh, it was a hell of an introduction because she played her role well 
and there was a moment where uh, her, I'm on my knees on the floor looking up at her with my mouth to her, to her cooter and she's making me eat her out. And it was just overwhelming to all five senses, like taste, smell, touch, sight, and hearing is just like overwhelming to the point where my eyes were rolling back and I forgot where I was. It was great. Yeah, he, dude painted a damn good picture. I ain't even go for it. I'm sitting there seeing it myself like this bitch. Like, oh, and yeah. then she whooped my ass with a belt right after. <laughs> I know you was like, hey, hey, please tell me what was you thinking when she was hitting you with the belt? Uh, what? <laughs> what? That's it. That's it. Hit you with the belt ass. <laughs> oh. Well, oh, what I was thinking? Yeah. Well, my face was turned away from the camera at the time because the focus was on her, yeah. and I just had a grin from ear to ear. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't believe I'm here. This is happening. My ass is getting whooped, but okay, this is a first for me. Why not? And yeah. the drive back home to Vegas from Cali was my ass was hurting uh, on that chair but i didn't even pay any attention to it because i can't believe what the hell just happened and now i'm driving back home like it's a regular day most definitely most definitely now um like you said you do your own content so like which is interesting because you came in the game working with heavyweights yeah to say the least. you know what i'm saying yeah so you came in with a certain look, a certain style, whatever. I'm even going down your page now um, with Ember, Ember Snow. Oh, oh hey. Yeah. Y'all, y'all look hot together, yo. That Tell me about hey. that scene with her. Tell me about that scene with her. That she with oh, her. with Ember? Oh, yeah. Uh, huh. Uh, what's it like with her? Fun, bubbly. She's fire with a capital F like uh, just sprawling with energy to the point where she loves what she does she loves her job she's comfortable and she knows herself very well which is what like a majority of people is looking for their entire lives is knowing who they are themselves she's she's a She's a rarity, and she loves what she does. And when I say fire with a capital F, she has so much energy and just fire that I get overwhelmed, and my, uh, my eyes, I go cross-eyed every time. And she's professional, great, and she's just fire. She's em- Ember, yeah. <laughs> and and the shoot, this shoot was what, content for you? It was- Correct. Correct. Okay, so... Let's, let, let's unpack the content side of things. What do you look for in the female? What does she have to bring to the table other than she's a pretty ass chick nice tits um, for you to work with her because you're in a different level of the game. Let, let, let's, we, keep it real on my, we keep it real on my podcast. You feel me? Yeah. Because you're shooting avian level shit. You're working with avian level companies. <laughs> 
So that means your um, picking is going to be a little bit different because you're going to have more to think about when it comes to your brand. You feel what I'm coming from? So what do you look for and what she has to bring to the table to work with you for you to say, yeah, I do content trade with you. Because before you answer, before you answer, Mm. you're bringing more to the table than some of these girls going to be bringing to the table that you're working with in many cases. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, that's a damn good uh, question and a hell of a perspective that you put on it because you're absolutely right about that. Uh, That's something that I recently discovered and have still unfolding for myself, all that information that you just described, because how just like you said, I aimed high right when I got in. I went mainstream right away and I didn't open to OnlyFans until like a year later. And I was brand new to OnlyFans and the content game and didn't know even how to utilize a platform correctly at first and then actually shooting uh, what the fans like, what they want to see, and most of all, the time in between for my schedule since I'm shooting mainstream so much that when I do come home and have time off, I'm not going to be beating my meat or fucking another girl on my time off because I have to save my nut. So it's few and far between. And also to answer the second part of your question to shooting with other females, realizing that my brand and name carries weight. uh, It's all over my taste. My flavor is all over the place. There's not one specific type that I always fall to. And more often than not, it's uh, what I would like is to aim for a niche genre, which is AMBW or AMBF, which is Asian man, black women, because that's what I like. And also, there's not a big market on that. So I want to I want to spread that more along with um, uh, the solos that I do is very different because it's a different genre that I'm appealing to. And my mainstream stuff is very different from my content is what I can say. Yeah. Well, of course, because you can be a little bit more creative with your content versus a mainstream because you got to, it, it, it's like I tell people, it, <clears throat> when you're doing your own shit, it allows you to be creative where you can't be when you're just shooting for other companies. Because now yeah. you're playing on their playing field versus now they, they may mm-hmm. so and, and like I said, for what I'm seeing, man, you're doing some uh, some amazing some amazing shit. So how much do you shoot? How often do you shoot? I do my best to aim for once a week and Shit. Uh, You know, in the content game, there's always cancellations or people uh, just having to drop because of life at the last minute or uh, reschedule, and that's totally understandable. Um, Most of the time when I do get feedback and hear that there's a cancellation, oh, that's weight off my shoulders. That's one less day of fucking. 
All right. <laughs> that's a hey, first... I get the rest. See, I'm going to tell yeah. you, that show, that's a man that stays busy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm going to take a break for fucking today. Yeah. Now I can go out, go fight, go LARP. Now I can yeah. hit the gym, uh, build cat tanks, make more candles, my own hobbies and stuff. Because uh, that's a first world problem that I realize that I'm saying. Oh, nice to have a day off. I don't have to fuck today. That Meanwhile, the rest of the male population on the planet is saying, this fucking guy, he has so <laughs> much sex, he's complaining that he's glad that he has a day off from fucking. Well, I could tell those very same motherfuckers on that, on the same damn planet Earth that if you were in my position and fucking this much, yeah, you're going to be saying the same damn thing a lot quicker. <laughs> You're going to be done in a week. They don't realize it's work. This is a job. You feel what I'm saying? This is part of the job. It's it's like if you was a cook, you ain't going to want to feel like you you really you may not want to come home and come come cook. You feel because you've been cooking all day. You've been you've been a chef. You cook. You you serving people all the fucking time. You know, period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you serve. Yep. Yeah, you know. Serving what I'm saying? You know, you think about Michael Jordan. He 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 didn't want to play basketball hardly that day. Well, he time off. He want to golf. You feel me? So when you're doing yeah. something that is your profession, is it? You, you may not do it as much in your personal life anyway. And plus the fact that we got to make sure we're tested and it's clean. Yeah. It kind of makes you really curve your sex life in many ways anyway. You know, period. That factor alone. Yes. And we are professional fucking athletes at what we do. We are performers. And with that is we're damn good at it. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And really... Like I said, like any normal guy, married, boyfriend, girlfriend, any uh, male, female, doesn't matter. Uh, Taking the regular average citizen, put them in our position, they can think about the best sex, best fucking session they had of their life. They could have went all morning long up until the next day or their wedding night or some shit. Would not compare to the amount and how well, how even just the body chemistry and just like knowing how body language is and how intuitive and reactive we are with each other to put an average person in our position, they wouldn't be able to keep up for less than a week. Yeah. So true. Cause I mean, even with me, I used to shoot what six scenes a day. Uh, Holy shit. And you know what I'm saying? But I mean, but it, it was content trade. It wasn't, not it understands so we're in here a full studio like what you doing uh, Hollywood okay. six nah it's like you know what I'm saying it because we, you can do more scenes mm-hmm. yeah true on makeup you it's it's a different type flow it's you know you you might take pictures of course but it's it. It's different when I'm on set and you got a whole bunch of motherfuckers and they're waiting for lunch. They're waiting for your ass, dumb ass to nuts so they can go to fucking lunch versus you in the hotel room with you, this chick. Y'all been, you know, talking for a minute and y'all hook up and do content, you know, period. Even if it's role play or whatever, y'all, y'all might not even do skits. I mean, y'all, yeah. y'all might do skits, but y'all might not even 
write a script, you know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. it's, it's different levels to it, you know, period. So so yeah. now I'm gonna ask you this. Um be it I told you I asked hard questions. <laughs> oh, go for be, it. Be it you at the level that you at, um, would you work with BBWs? Because I know there's many there, there's some male talents that would not work with BBWs. So I mean uh. I'm not judge what have you but I know that's a question that will be asked because I'm pretty sure when they, they they girls especially in Vegas get wind and hear who you are you, you probably going to get to it because okay. you are Asian descent and let's be real there's not a lot of there's a lot of you but not a lot of you you get what I'm saying yeah <laughs> yeah, there's six, seven billion of us since the last census, if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But in porn, not that many. Yeah. You know, yeah, spe- I get you know it. What I'm saying? Especially on the male talent side. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 See, so, so, like, so, would, what would you, I mean, would you work with one? Oh, oh, hell yeah. Uh, I, I love the thick curvy voluptuous women and the bbws like like i said i my flavor and taste is all over the place mm-hmm. but uh since i'm on the main mainstream side like personal fun is different from work and mm-hmm. i realize that yes i would work with bbws but i do have a weight limit not because of personal preference but because of safety and I can't break my dick. I yeah. As much as I want you to to break me in half like a folding chair, I can't afford having like something like that happen. So, like example, and so back to me, was in, like uh, example with a different perspective, a different perspective from that. But go ahead. Yeah, like example, uh, BMW. And my like coming from the top of my head, like uh, let's say. Crystal Swift, for example, which is a Czech model. She's a BBW. Uh, one of my favorite ever since I was in high school is Carmen Hayes. I consider yes, her a BBW, Lord. and she is so gorgeous to me. Gosh, I oh, she is so hot to me. Yeah, and that like she is it. She is there. She is hot, and I would love to work with her. Um, she's right at that level of hell yeah I would um, and somebody larger like I don't know um, like she's like the thickest that I'll go like Stacey Adams and Carmen Hayes like they're oh, my limits so, yeah. so you basically it's I mean they, they more on the thick side not BB dub so much but I get what you're saying I get what you're yeah, saying. so I get like what you're that's saying. that's the best way I can describe the yeah. uh, difference for me. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. So, so um, with you being in the business, um, we we talk about. I have talked to females that have been Arabic that's in the business. He, Of, of what do you think of the reputation of the business so far in this, in, in this time period? 
uh, a couple sentences there broke up, so I didn't hear the full oh, question. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That whole thing uh, okay, then. What I was saying was, what do you think of the Asian um, people you, you know, being in porn, their representation of it, representation in porn, as far as talent or what have you? What do you think of your your opinion for what you have seen so far being in the business yourself? Oh, my opinion of how Asians are represented in porn yeah. uh, to American porn, yes. like uh, uh, big name companies that are represented on like most of tube sites and they have their own websites and shit, right? Yes. How they're represented, uh, my opinion is I really don't give a damn what they do with my opinion, my perspective, or what I have to say, because a porn is adult industry is sex sells. And I very much accepted and understand the levels of uh, the stereotyping, the typecasting, the race casting, and even the things that are said about us to us or the things that come out of our our mouths for scripts uh that's one thing that other people have in this industry is the power of saying no but to me like the representation and having to represent myself in those kind of roles i don't give a shit so how i feel the represented perspectively from civilians uh hey if you're watching it and wanking to it hey you're doing it no judgment on that, and thanks for watching. I want to say that that was eloquently said, and, and, and thank you for saying that. Asian man saying what I've been saying for years. We doing porn. It's, it's, it's about getting people off. And some yeah. people get off on stupid shit, you know, period. Like, I, like me and you were talking about race play scenes. I've done a race play scene. I've done a couple of them, you know what I'm saying? And to me, it's what we might rep- what we might do on camera does not represent who we are, and people need to be able to separate that. Yes. You know, period, you know, at the end of the day. Because I always say that, I'm like, a girl called me the N-word on set doing the scene <laughs> while we shoot. <laughs> yeah, but it's tough, but don't the- take it personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, and even to the point, you know, walking in, what's going on. That's why I'm saying there's no victims. You know what you're walking into. Yeah, and you have you the power that. to say no and walk out. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So, but as far as like talent, you know, have you think that more have entered into the business? I would hope so, and I would hope that they have the right mindset and not be so sensitive finicky and be able to know yourself before you exploit yourself sell yourself to the world because that's only going to make that uh, downhill spiral in your head much deeper so honestly it's up to them and how they represent themselves representing an entire culture or race because of a video is really just like one small detail and viewpoint and in my opinion really shallow and narrow minded so however you view me and how I represent the race is your damn opinion. So, Hey, I can't change that. Yeah. See, and, and see, in the kids, you got to have tough skin 
because yeah. you're going to have people that are going to judge you. It's it's it's, it's part it's, it's part of the course, you know. My um, mother always hold said, on. Uh, you know, I have a real quick sidebar. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Tough skin, real thick skin, absolutely. Because I used to referee high school sports when I was younger with my dad, and we refereed baseball, basketball, football, and volleyball. So refereeing, ha- it, I would highly recommend that when I have kids to do that as a job because that creates really tough skin because on your worst day, you're only pissing off half of the gym no matter how well you call the game. And these yeah. people will be following you out to your car. And you you can call the game perfectly. You give a technical to a coach for giving you shit. But then it's not my fault your kid doesn't know how to dribble or even shoot from the free throw line. Sorry he missed 10 out of 11 free throws. That could have brought you back up from that difference in the fourth quarter. But that's not my fault. So, yeah, refing develops tough skin, and that certainly helped yeah, me. Yeah, that is porn. so fun. If you're a referee, you catch so much hell. Oh, that, so much that, shit. That wasn't oh, a church. <laughs> Where was a travel call on that ref? Motherfucker, do you want to be here all night? These kids are eight and nine. I'm saying, really? it ain't that serious. Yeah, I'm giving them three, four-step travels, okay? You really want me to call everything, because I can do that. If I did, you would have a game. Coach, I will not give you that second technical, and I will make you sit here and watch the rest of the game with me. And I've done that before. So, yeah, that was a little sidebar I wanted to throw in there. So, yeah, to reiterate, tough skin, definitely. So now we come to the part of the show where you know how we do this, people. The pussies go dry, the dicks go limp. Let's talk about it. <laughs> now, you are a content creator. Actually, walks with the game as a content creator. <clears throat> but you getting platforms to hold on. Speak. The one thing they don't understand is the ups and downs, money wise, business. Because it's, it's not a consistency unless you make it so. You feel me? Yeah. And the work we have to put in outside of just filming it, the promotion, the, the marketing and, and stuff of that nature, the real mm-hmm. work. Speak to all that. Oh, you have to spend money to make money. Time is money. Your time is of value. Your mind is of value. Your body is your temple and a lot of times you often forget that what you're selling is your body and to take care of it well so like partying going out at night consistency with taking care of yourself your health diet is paramount and the business side the creativity the lighting the thoughts uh, the arrangements the location stuff like that spending money to make money it's it's a tough game and you're always working for yourself. So having a routine and also, uh, gosh, that sounds wrong. <laughs> being Jewish helps, <laughs> being Jewish helps, but, uh, no, it's knowing how to manage your money and time, taking courses in that and not just watching YouTube videos, like actually practicing and 
budgeting yourself and your own life and time is where you get ahead of it and also to prepare yourself for uh, hoping for the best and preparing for the worst. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, 15 years now, I never made it to your level. And um, Oh, thanks. I, dude, I'm a nobody. I'm just a normal Hey, guy. dude, you, hey, look. I have a penis. You're doing big shit. Feet. You, 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 you're doing big shit, dude. Just stop playing. Stop playing. It's okay to toot your horn on our podcast. It's okay. Because I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that I'm seeing that you do, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's serious business. Because, see, the one thing that I know even from back in the day with, 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 when I saw how porn was moving and stuff like that and talking to producers and, the hardest thing to find was a female that was of age descent. Even more harder was a man. You feel what I'm coming from? In many ways. Yeah. Because, you know, let's be real, the culture was a little bit more conservative. And yeah. also, and, 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 and do you, I'm going to ask you this, do you catch back? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I, the comments left on the tube sites, the comments left on other sites for certain videos that I'm in. And obviously there's always going to be feedback, whether it's positive or negative, constructive or destructive. There's always going to be the haters. And well, like I said earlier, I'd like to see you do what I do for just even a few days and be able to keep up. So to the haters, Go eat shit, you meat bags. To all those that leave it positive and viewing and watching, fuck yeah, you rock. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't change a damn thing. So shoot, so um, was on your your site because I see that you have OnlyFans or what have you. Um, this is a two part question. One with your OnlyFans. Um, when you look at the numbers, what do you look at and what do you look for? And then the other part is, do you plan to add, add more platforms to, to to what you're doing? Go ahead. Okay, so to your first part, to your question, um, uh, what do I look for in the numbers? Um, damn. I don't I don't let the numbers go to my head or use that as a status, a symbol or my ego or even use that as a title. Hey, the numbers don't numbers don't lie, but they also don't mean much to me because it's the quality of the fans, not the number of fans to me. Because uh, quality control is more of my focus. And quantity, like, dude, when I first opened my Twitter and my OnlyFans, I was excited that I had 50 fucking people following me. That was a fantastic day. You I remember that lie. day because I got myself a Capriati sandwich in, celebra- in celebration. And I felt great. I have 50 fucking followers. Hell yes. Number one. So when I see the numbers now and how they've risen... Wow, it still blows my mind and it still keeps rising and I don't know what to do. So yes, eventually I am going to have to branch out onto other platforms. Uh, 
but my main focus right now is just my mainstream stuff and mastering some or not mastering but being proficient enough with OnlyFans that I can do it with uh with my left hand while I'm building another platform but that's not going to be for a while cuz my time is spread so thin already. Oh no, I totally understand. Yeah. See people don't realize so it's you 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 Correct. have time long as long as it's working. Plus even like with me when I retired that's day it's Sometimes it's not about the money, it's about the growth. And the growth leads to the money. Because it's like they seeing you, you getting noticed, eventually suckers gonna start buying. Because they see your work you're doing and the girls mm-hmm. that you're working with, you know, period and everything. And it I can tell anybody shit and you had the only fan type video. The people that still was making the money was the ones that was looking like they got professional. They're professional as fuck. Even to the one percent girls, they had professional looking pictures, mm-hmm. professional looking videos. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. you know, and, and, and that's, that's why I say with just you, just trial and error. Yeah, most definitely. So how do you run your yeah, set? Go ahead. There was a delay there. So okay then. Now I'm gonna ask you, how do you run your set? Ah, when you how I run my set. Okay. Um, I've reached out to different talent and often I'd say more than 60% of them I don't hear back from. The ones that I do and the ones I've arranged have been mainstream models. And of of that 40, what's surprising is that they are the ones that ended up contacting me first wanting to shoot. And I'm sitting here in my chair with the back, like with my brains blown away on the back of the wall behind me in disbelief because they're contacting me. Why me? I'm, I'm just, I'm just a regular putz. And I try to keep my head small and my ego small. So that way it doesn't ever, I don't turn into a total douche. So it's always their arrangement. I'm there for them, how they okay. want to shoot it. And over time, when the multiple different content trades that I have done with other talent, I see what they do and pick it apart and see what I uh, pick up what I like and put that into my content game. And when I arrange the shoots, I let them pick the location comfortability uh, experience and they know the location better than I do. I make it as comfortable for them as possible. Lunch wise, like everything, just amenities wise, I will bring a whole spa kit, massage kit, <laughs> and it doesn't even have to be filmed. It's nothing weird or nothing that gets to me or gets me off. No, it's just chill out, relax. If you're having a shit day, we don't have to shoot at all. It's totally up to you. And more often than not, that's how I make more friends in the industry and regular content trades because they come back to me from that day that we didn't shoot to the day where they do want to shoot and they arrange everything to their comfort level. And I appeal and do what they need. And I'm just there. 
I'm just a meat mannequin. And for the ones that I arrange, where I actually get content out of it to the point where I they're like made by me, I do the best I can to create a storyline and try to do a cosplay or anime or hentai style, but it's really tough to mimic that Japanese style yeah. for me because it's 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 an artwork for them that like Westerners can't mimic. Yeah, especially I love the anime. Good God. Yep. Oh, and I also yeah. try dipping my feet in a bunch of different genres because mm-hmm. might as well explore, see if I like something, see if I dislike something, mm-hmm. or uh, experimenting with a new kink that I might have, or even uh, uh, just like throwing a bunch of different videos onto a sticky wall and see which one sticks and people like. So I'm in that phase. But I know that AMBW is my thing, and that's what I want. Like this, hey, you making moves, bro? I'm seeing, I'm seeing. It's, it's like it seems like everyone that I talk to is like they're doing major shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm really feeling the scenes that you're doing and everything, the work that you're putting in and everything. So, in your uh, being in this business, have you find it hard to date? No. <laughs> that was so fast. That no. was quick. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. People be having a misconception or the, the the thought that we can't be married. We 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 can't, you know, because we do adult film and stuff. And people are married yeah. in this business, have kids, and actually have jobs. Uh, duh. We actually normal people, you know. Period. Yeah. And that's a common misconception. And more often than not, uh, married couples or relationships in the industry, those relationships, in my opinion, are much, I wouldn't say safer, but they know each other much better because they're comfortable with themselves and their sexuality as where other civilian or vanilla couples can go their entire lives without knowing who they are themselves or what their partner really likes. And they're too afraid to ask. So that's one aspect that's a common misconception. And for me to date, I try not to date at all. When I first like start blowing up in this career, in this profession, because I don't want any emotional attachments to fuck with my head. Or this career. You sound like a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched back and he just had a line from the shit. That's it. No shit. Fuck. Well, I'm more of a Sith person because the Empire did nothing wrong. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm a hey, I'm a Sith too, bro. Trust me. Trust me. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I'm Star Wars. I'm deep into that. But anyway, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, and dating within the industry. Oh, it's hmm. it's available, it's acceptable, it's tougher for others because especially for females I've noticed because they are more commonly recognized. And for me, I don't have a problem yet. So dating wise for them, I can't speak for them, but for my for me I just, that's on the back burner for me. 
And when it does happen, it happens. And I just let it go with the flow. And I don't let that impede my routine. Yeah. Because, because so it's kind of that's hard. not yeah, really explain. healthy when I say that out loud. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's kind of hard to explain to you. Your girl who horny as a motherfucker. Look, baby, I cannot fuck you. I have like three scenes I got to shoot this week. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, keeping. Can, can we do something Saturday. Can we do something yeah, Saturday? Personal life and business life are separate. Yeah. Can we just cuddle? <laughs> I just want to stop. Be held. Yeah. And some ice cream would be nice. <laughs> yeah. For real, for real. That's why I say people don't realize what, what, what we have to do and give up and sacrifice in many ways. Yeah. Too. So, so uh, on a second note, like another thing to add to that, relationship-wise and like dating, like intimacy is at like when we fuck or perform in front of the camera. That's work. It's a performance, and obviously there's chemistry between the two talents or multiple talents, but it's not intimacy. Whoever you're in a relationship at home with, or even finding intimacy, it's not difficult. It's just who you are as a person. And really, it's not lacking. It's just you got to go out and find it for yourself. Smoke that over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smoke that over. Strong line, strong line, man. So, yo, I definitely want to bring you back for more episodes. Oh, hell yeah. This was a pleasure and fun. Thank you. Definitely. We're going to have to do this again. So, tell everybody where they can spend money on you, man. Wait, what? Oh, my Oh, uh, my Twitter, uh, Mr. David Lee X. On my Twitter, my Instagram is the official David Lee X. And my OnlyFans is the same as my Twitter, Mr. David Lee. And, hey, you'll find me on a bunch of different tube sites. Just type in David Lee and you'll, uh, you'll, you'll see them. So thanks for listening, watching, and uh, just be you. Most definitely. So, yeah, people, you know how we do this all day and how we end this every day and all day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke is over. Thanks for coming to the lounge, man. Can't wait to bring you back. Likewise. Thank you again. Yeah. All right. Well, you have, well, have a good night, then. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right